Welcome to your Morning Mindset Practice. I'm your host, Danica Vrysha. For over a decade, I've worked with thousands of people to help them create powerful self-care and mindset routines that fit realistically into their lives and that deliver life-changing results. In every episode of your Morning Mindset Practice, we guide you through various exercises to help you set up your day, week, and life with intention and purpose. With the excess of educational content available today, we believe that what matters most is the integration of our learnings into our day-to-day life. In our quick and efficient episodes, we'll offer clear prompts, authentic real-life examples, and thought-provoking life questions to help you take action on living the life you dream of today. Every episode is inspired by an original guided community journaling class as part of the Self-Care Society membership. Feel free to just listen in and reflect or to grab a journal and do the exercises too. Your answers are inside you. You just need to carve out the space to listen. We're here to help. And if you're interested in finding a supportive community, empowering resources, and a system for consistently integrating this work into your daily life, head on over to selfcaresociety.co to join us for free or find us on Instagram at selfcaresociety. Today's episode is inspired from my self-care society class titled Connected to Yourself. And our opening quote comes from Gretchen Rubin, and she says, it's about living in the moment and appreciating the smallest things surrounding yourself with the things that inspire you and letting go of the obsessions that want to take over your mind. It is, the day, it is a daily struggle sometimes and hard work, but happiness begins with your own attitude and how you look at the world. And so this episode is all about connection and connecting to ourselves, connecting to others, and understanding what that looks like to you. And, and this is a deep desire connection of so many people that I've worked with. I think, you know, of course I, I knew that this would be something that people desire, but I think I've been surprised at how many people put this core desired feeling at the top of their list, especially nowadays when it feels like we're sort of artificially connected through social media and you know, digital spaces. And it's not that we can't be authentically connected there, but a lot there's a lot of chatter, right? There's a lot of noise. And so today we're going to talk about authentic connection to ourselves and others. So what does connected mean? How does the dictionary define it? Well, brought together or into contact so that a real or notional link is established, a real or notional link associated or related in some respect. So we're going to really focus on that real, deep, authentic uh, connection. Okay, today. So let's practice our moment of pause and practice. Again, just like an actor or actress, you're really going to imagine that it is your job to feel as connected as you possibly can in your body. And you're just going to witness and bring that into every cell, every part, anything you can do to really feel like, what would it feel like if I felt incredibly connected to myself, to others? Um, and, And how do I experience that? Okay, so again, you can close your eyes if that feels good to you. And to me, a sense of connection is just like a sense of ease. It feels, I feel supported. I feel calm. Because when I'm connected to myself, there's no mask to wear, right? I know how to show up. I know how to respond to circumstances. When I'm connected to others, I feel supported. I feel loved. So what is that for you? Okay, just pay attention. When you're ready, you can open your eyes. And I want you to try and take this with you into the rest of our episode or into the rest of the day, as long as you can, okay? This feeling of connection. Now, with this episode publishing on my partner Bill's birthday today and it being all about connection, I have to tell you the story of how we met 
and our first date a little over seven years ago. So we were both in sort of transitional periods in life. I had recently moved back to Southern California after a year living in New York City. I was living in my parents' garage while I paid off debt that I had acquired. I was trying to relaunch my company. I was trying to get my feet back on the ground. I was also really focusing at that time on my recovery from binge eating disorder and um, on my sobriety. Bill was living in a sober living facility, working hard to support himself in turning his life around after many years struggling with opiates. So neither of us had much to show for ourselves, <laughs> at least from what the outside world might think at this time in our lives. I think we were both in like a real growth phase and a, a real healing phase, phase. But what couldn't be measured was the extent of internal growth that we'd been doing to truly know and live out our most authentic, vulnerable, and healthy lives. Now, I had just finished a year of some really powerful therapy that helped me live more authentically to who I really was. And Bill had been through the ringer in his own recovery treatments and doing therapy on his own. So we really came into it with with a foundation of like, (laughs) I've been working on myself, getting to know myself, trying to show up as who I want to be. So we met for coffee in Newport Beach, California, and our connection was instant. We hadn't talked much before on Tinder before actually meeting in person. And yes, we did meet on Tinder. Um, And I think that actually not having too much of a foundation uh, or even history, even if digitally, really helped us because it helped us discover each each other in a really pure way right off the bat. So to say we skipped the bullshit mask wearing phase is like a total understatement. Almost instantly, we were talking about our addiction struggles and our recovery, about what our, where life had taken us and what our current experience was. Um, and after years of dating and always trying to be, for me at least, what I thought the other person wanted me to be, it was just the most refreshing experience I'd ever had. Like Bill's non-judgmental nature and his willingness to show himself fully to me gave me the permission to do the same. And the connection was so instant that I actually asked on the date if I could move the chair closer to him. Like I felt a physical, um, uh, physically compelled to be next to him, which we, we laugh about today. So needless to say, after our date, there was no like game playing or acting hard to get or anything like that. Uh, We were both very interested and Bill had a recovery meeting that evening and he had, so he had to attend that, but we agreed to meet afterwards because we had no desire to put off this connection. Like we were both so excited about each other. Um, but neither of us had a place to invite each other over because I was living in my parents' garage and he was in sober living facility. So we decided to meet on the beach near Tower 15 and the rest was history. And he even told me, I remember that night while we were talking and laying there, like he was like, I told my mom about you and all that. So it was very sweet. I love you, babe. Happy birthday to the greatest connection that I have ever been gifted. I cherish it so beautifully. So I have three tips to help you in your journey to connection that I think is going to be really powerful for you. So the first is that connection to ourself requires that we aren't cutting off the lines of communication that support this connection. Okay. So if you want to connect more deeply with you, you need to be aware of the places that you're numbing out. So TV, social media, constant busyness. Um, are you eating mind fogging foods and, uh, or having consciousness altering substances? Uh, is there a lack of self-care? A lack of self-care promotes a lack of self-love. If you want to value yourself, you need to take actions that show you that you're worth caring for, okay? Um, And then the, the other thing is writing and journaling. I will forever come back to writing and journaling Um, as well as just this idea of the power of a prompt, as it has been such a gateway for me to experience myself more fully. When I want to connect more deeply with me and understand my internal world, 
I take pen to paper. That's just how I go inward and I learn what's going on inside me. It's the reason self-care society exists. It's the reason we offer guided community journaling classes. There's just no better way to connect with yourself and to connect with others. The next thing is that when it comes to connecting to others, you got to get vulnerable. Okay. I'm not saying you need to spill your life story to people, but I just want to encourage you to not be afraid to be human. We connect much more quickly and more deeply and more authentically when people show us the real, raw, imperfect them. When I toured the country doing 66 women's events for our brunch series tour in 2018, I started each event with this exercise in which guests wrote a secret anonymously on a square of paper. And then we all put the secrets, the little piece of paper into a bowl and we picked out someone else's and then we closed our eyes as a group. And then we'd each read the secret of someone else in the room. So the person reading was the only one with their eyes open. So we'd read the secret of someone else in the room, like not knowing who wrote it. Um, and we just sit there and listen and soak up the secrets and the honest truths of this group of women, this group of 50 women surrounding us. And it was so powerful and emotional. And it instantly helped us to connect to each other. It set the stage for the expansive work that we were going to be doing throughout the rest of our, our session. And what I found was that it gave immediate permission to everyone that they could just relax because there was this automatic awareness that, oh, okay, nobody here is perfect, so I don't have to be perfect either. When I tell you, I would witness after this exercise, people would put their hair up, they'd kick their shoes off. They'd just adjust physically. You, it was so powerful to see like showing signs that they just dropped in, that they got more comfortable. And it was incredible for a six hour event to go as deep and to connect in the way that they did. I think it was really because we got vulnerable right off the bat. So let's take some time to practice feeling more connected together with some exercises straight from self-care society classes. As always, I'll pause to give you a moment to think, but feel free to stop the recording if you need more time to ponder or write. You'll also hear inspiring examples from our live classes too. You can join us for a full schedule of live and on-demand classes at selfcaresociety.co. All right, so for our exercises, we're going to start with just a little bit of mindfulness, okay? I just want to guide you in connecting inward. So if it feels good to you, you can close your eyes. And I just want to take a moment to breathe and to relax. Maybe you're rushing through your day. Maybe you're out on a walk right now and you want to pause and just stop for a moment. You're driving, keep your eyes open, but just tune into your body. And I want you to practice like releasing, truly releasing stress. Like maybe you can see a butter in a pan just melting or ice and on a hot day just kind of melting. And I want you to allow that to happen with your own stress and your own worries and your own concerns. And just connect to yourself. What's going on with you? How are you really? And just being in your body. We live in our minds so often, or not even in our minds, outside our minds, out in someone else's world. So can you come back to yourself for just a moment? And when you're ready, you can open your eyes. Just allow yourself to soak in that good feeling. Any deep breaths you need. So we're going to do a reflection exercise, and it's called, How Was Your Day? <laughs> really simple, but really important. And my question to you is, how was your day today? I want you to write a reflection about your experience. You might note what worked well, what you'd do differently tomorrow. If it's really early in the morning, you can reference yesterday, or you can just reference the day that you've had so far, even if it's been 30 minutes to an hour since you woke up. 
Okay. So for example, I said, you know, I had a really sweet day today, but struggle with motivation around some creative projects. I coached an awesome client this morning, which felt like such a gift and also baked another loaf of sourdough. I forgot the salt again. I keep doing that. I worked out, which was a, I worked out, which was a big victory as I wrap up my first trimester, but it left me exhausted the rest of the day. Okay. What worked well was dot, dot, dot. Okay. So I want you to just think about your day today. Give yourself a moment to just check in, to connect with you. How are you doing? How are things going? Sarah says, I had a really good normal work day with consistent energy, hoping for a repeat tomorrow. Mackenzie says, the last few weeks, I have felt a bit more down. I've been sick and processing grief and just feeling off. Today was the first day that I felt a little easier. I am grateful for this. And Victoria says, we're always so quick to ask others how their days went, but how often do we ask ourselves? So yes, let's take that with us and not forget the most important person in our lives. So we'll do some gratitude next called Today I'm Grateful For. And I want you to think about three to five moments in your day today that you can find gratitude for. Again, even if you just woke up, I promise you, you can find something. All right, so my example is a delicious warm loaf of sourdough made into the most amazing BLT. A workout and lifting weights after not feeling the energy for so long. A warm afternoon bath to relax my tired body and videos sent from my partner of his daddy-daughter date at the aquarium. All right, so what can you be grateful for today? What have you experienced? Little moments, big moments, whatever it is. Esther says, space to enjoy the coffee shop and read and do a self-care society class. The chatter of kids just enjoying life, being present in my yoga practice. Hillary says, a walk by the beach in the sun with a friend for a nice catch up. Noelle says, adding mint and blueberries to my water, taking time to make an acai bowl simply because I wanted one. The warm breeze during a walk with Rusty and Rusty chasing Dan when he stopped home on his lunch break. Our next exercise is a self-love exercise called an evening connected. Okay, so I want to ask you this. If you had a really nourishing evening routine, what would it be? Okay, so thinking about tonight, thinking about just the big picture in general, how would your evening go if you really took the time to get nourished? And I'll tell you, I struggle with my evening routine. I'm usually really tired at the end of the day. A lot of demands as a parent to a toddler, getting them down. And by the time I put my daughter down, I want to go to bed. Okay. So I'm trying to be realistic, right? Like what is realistic for me and what would be nourishing and how can I support myself? So for example, um, and you can, you do this, like list out the times. I think it really helps us to visualize and identify what it would truly be like. Okay. So my example is, you know, from five to five thirty PM, I would have a healthy dinner with my family at the table, no phones. I would utilize things that I grew in our backyard garden from five thirty to six. I would have some grounding time outside on the lawn, let the dogs play, let my daughter run around, just be barefoot. I would maybe do some stretching. 
From 6 to 6.30, we would do bath time for my daughter um, or get the house in order. I'd probably switch off with my partner to keep this, you know, not feeling super redundant. Uh, 6.30 to 7, I might read books and cuddle with my daughter while we put her to bed. 7 to 7.30, maybe I would do a short yoga flow. I would journal a reflection. I would, you know, light some candles and have some quiet alone time. I would drink some tea or some bone broth. Uh, That would feel really nourishing to me. And then 7.30 to 8, maybe I would read in bed while I drifted off to sleep. Okay, so for you, think about it. Walk through in your head or write this down. What would it be for you to have this really beautiful, nourishing evening where you really connect with yourself? Okay, our final exercise is a clarity exercise called connecting to your desires, okay? And I want you to ask yourself, what are you desiring right now? This could be something that you desire currently or a desire that you have for the future, okay? So I want you to really just connect with yourself here and uncover any and all desires that you want to come to the surface for this exercise. So this should be fun and playful. I'm just asking you, what do you want? What do you desire? So here's my example. I said, I desire more energy and mental clarity and a general feeling of vibrancy and health. I desire lots of unscheduled and slow time along with childcare support to nourish myself. I desire a few trips on the calendar to get excited and escape the Vegas summer heat. And I desire a clearing of clutter and a sense of simplification. So what do you desire? What sounds good to you? Karen says, I desire some quiet time to let some desires float to the top. Right now they are popping like crazy. And then the time to figure out how to make them happen. Noelle says, I desire consistency with my routines. I desire endless opportunities for playfulness and connection with my partner, my family, my friends. I desire patience with myself as I uncover what serves and supports me best in this season. I desire abundance that feels easy. Victoria says, I desire to begin letting go of my last relationship and my partner of six years and begin to move forward. Really beautiful. So I hope that our work today and beautiful work, by the way, um, leaning into what feels like it, you know, what it feels like to get connected. I hope it's been helpful. And whether you're nurturing more connection with yourself, with a partner, friends, family, nature, anything else, You can use these tools and these questions to really support yourself. We are not meant to do this life alone. And the more that we show up authentically as ourselves and the more connected to ourselves we are, the easier it becomes to connect to others. So thank you so much for joining me today on your morning mindset practice. I really hope you're feeling more connected and I'd love to have you join us at selfcaresociety.co for a live or on-demand class so you can stay consistent with your self-care, connect with other like-minded people and continue filling your cup so you can overflow onto the world. We need you. See you next time.